0: Welcome to the Interviews
1: Podcast.
0: Welcome Interisti to episode 48 of the Interviews Podcast. I'm one half of your co-hosting duo Gianmarco Paterno. Uh, Alessandro could not be with us today. Busy doing that adult stuff working and, and things like that. So we decided to, to bring on a, a very special guest. Uh, this man is actually running for mayor of Stockholm. He is uh, in line for the key to the city, as I'm told by uh, reporters over there, but none other than <laughs> Nima Tovali. Nima, how are you today?
1: I'm, I'm good. I None of
0: that was true except the Stockholm it's, part. <laughs> it's all true. It's all true. He knows people. <laughs> and uh, uh be sure to stop in a stockholm. He will give all of you interesi keys to the city as well if elected. Yeah, they're mass so. produced. Mass produced that <laughs> shit. Uh, but we did have a great game today. Uh obviously mm. one of the earlier ones for the Champions mm. League. A 2-1 win over Salzburg. Not easy by any means, but anyone would tell you it definitely didn't look like it would be an easy match. Um they definitely played us very hard, actually, even in preseason. So uh, it was good to be able to come away with the three points, but uh, Nima, what do you what do you think so far?
1: Look, um, I am not happy with that performance at all. Uh, yeah. I am happy with the win, of course, the three points because seven out of mm-hmm. nine points. You played two of your three games at home and you've won both of them. That's important in the Champions League when you you have to win your home games. The Inter are one game away now. It's just, uh, if I am not mistaken, it's just uh, Sociedad in the in the last game at home, isn't it? Yep. Um, and, and they, you know, so, so it was very important to win the home games. Um, and that, that that's good. But the performance, I am not happy with it all. I, I'm annoyed with how Inter are so nonchalant. The nonchalance yeah. and arrogance of this Inter, the way that they just don't seem to take it seriously. And what do I mean by that? Well, just, Look at the opening ten, five, ten minutes. Okay, I get it. Turnover. Some players haven't played. They haven't played together. But it's not that. It's I do expect these guys to understand, to talk with each other, and say, "I'm," you know, put names on the balls, like like stuff like that. They're all waiting for someone else to do it, and and they ends up no one doing it, and then all of a sudden your opposition, you've gifted them this kind of hesitation and. And, and not, no assertiveness in, in in certain you know in certain positions certain situations defensively start you know in the beginning of the game annoys me and then that kind of spreads and they all look a bit you know it kind of spreads like a virus into the team and then it takes some time for them to get going um, and but then when they get going there's no discussion who's the better team I mean it's just you know from minute twenty from minute eighteen or nineteen until the end of the first half inter were were the best team i mean they just yeah. they just took the game to to salzburg and and of course that's when everything clicked and chalanoglu clicked and he was brilliant um i i think it was a man of the match for me tonight to be honest
0: i would agree with that yeah with him being the man of the match um i thought i thought devry played very well in the first mm. half i think i don't know if i mean yeah pavar didn't look as sharp as uh, as uh, as we've used to seeing him so far this season, not that he played poorly, it just looked mm-hmm. like maybe a little—I don't know—like you said, a nonchalant. Yeah, but uh, I mean, avid, he's like,
1: still the best out of the back. The person that pissed you off. You think he was off.
0: better than than Devray on the back? No, three?
1: no, no, no. I I, I thought I, I thought De Vrij was the solid one, but the thing is that what what pa- I thought Pavard was was somewhat was solid too. But the quality in Pavard, like the things he does. In terms of when he the important things he does the the, the the level of difficulty in the things he does is so so mm-hmm. high he he's really impressed me defensively I thought he was going to fly offensively in attack and yeah. maybe struggle That's what in I defense, thought to. but he's been outstanding defensively I, I I'm really surprised positively surprised but the person who is pissing me off genuinely I'm annoyed at now is Bastoni like this this needs to stop. I don't know what, what is up with him what the issue is but maybe like he did with barella today maybe bench both of them for a while until they get their heads on straight because it's clearly a mental issue i mean for the equalizer what is he doing
0: yeah that that was that was that was very shocking it's Um, not just that it's
1: just throughout the game he's he's running around like a headless chicken it's not like mm -hmm. he's being pulled apart it's like he can't He's he d- not
0: even like taking down angles in a, in a normal no. way. Like he's just allowing passes to be played through him, around him. It, it's it, it's. I, I
1: noticed one thing. I put in my notes um, that one of the things is that him and Sommer, the communication between Sommer and him is not good yet. His communication with Defra is okay. His communication with with Pavard is good, but his, and and his communication with Carlos Augusto is alright. But there's there's something. Him and Sommer haven't decided yet on how to work things out. And I think that's that's part of it. But 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 mainly it's also he is too passive. He's he's not he's not taking the game, he's not taking assertive decisions. He's almost reactive as opposed to proactive. And and his decision making tonight was just not good. It was bad, let's be honest. It was bad. Defensively, he was bad. And I'm I'm actually at the point now where I'm thinking I was, I was wrote it down in my notes, like, why did you not bring on Acerbi to play next to De Frey and Bastoni, uh, to, to Pavard? Seriously, Acerbi as a left centre-back, because Acerbi, he's many things, but he's he is assertive. Like, he, he knows what he wants to do. He's very clear in his communication. He tells everyone where to go. There's no, you don't, like, with him, it's very clear. He's like Darmian in that sense, that there's no, you know, they're, they're very, they're, they play easy. They play simple. They don't complicate things. They... You know, they they communicate with everyone around them. They tell everyone what to do, so you know what to expect from them. Um, but yeah, and 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 so so I don't know. I, Bastoni's been like really annoying me for nine games now, um, and and so has Barella. I think it's the same thing with Barella. We know what it is because obviously this whole ridiculous scandal, which he's been dra- he's had his name dragged through the mud, and it pisses him off, and he can't. You know, you saw what he did on social media, and he's not very—he's not a real avid social media user either. Yeah, yeah, he's very
0: private with a lot very, of things. So
1: very private. But when he he, you could tell he was furious. And I can understand, I mean, he's having his name and is dragged through the mud because he's having his professionalism question, which essentially what it is. I mean, they're saying that he's been betting on games and he's been and, and he, that's that's a really serious accusation to make. And the thing that pisses me off is that it's coming from someone who doesn't even have any evidence for it. They're, and he's been giving TV and radio radio time. I mean, yeah. I hope I really hope Zalevsky, el Sharawi, Barella. Casale, all of these guys go together and file a ginormous class action lawsuit against Corona because enough's enough. You know, mm-hmm. all of these guys are having their names dragged through the mud, and the the Italian media because this guy is is Corona is the way he is. He doesn't care, and he's already he was already sentenced to thirteen years in jail for blackmail for 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 basically a barrage of things related to this, where he just you know lies and makes shit up and and blackmails people. Um, I, and he's, I mean, with, with Inter, I mean, the Brozovic-Wanda-Nara thing where they both, both Wanda and Brozovic sued him and he apologized and he was forced to, you know, he, he lost that case and he was forced to with retract in court. I mean, this happens time and time and time again with him. And, and the Italian media just are so uncritical. They just give this guy a platform to go and accuse everyone under the sun. I mean, you saw what he said about uh, saying one Inter player is gay. Like, how do you air yes, that yes. how do you air that it's so irresponsible i mean first of all even if he is gay well if he doesn't want to talk about it then who the hell are you to talk about it <laughs> and second of all if he is gay still not your business like
0: <laughs> it's yeah
1: and, and they and they just <sighs> like and they just air that and broadcast that like it's like you know it's 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 so irresponsible man like, it is so irresponsible. And you can tell with Barella, that is what it is. It's gotten to him. He's pissed off. He's had his professionalism questioned. He's angry. So, I, you know, I, I get why his head is in a good good place. We've seen Bastoni being mentioned as well. We haven't seen Bastoni react oh, has to he? it. I
0: didn't, I didn't even know that he yeah, was but mentioned. Yeah, in the it. beginning he
1: was. So maybe that could be part of it. But no, it's the, this situation is... But, but I think regardless, I think now without, like, you know, going hard on them... Maybe give them both some space and not start them for two, one, two games, just to give them some time to kind of mentally find their headspace again. Because both of them are just not there. I thought Barela was better than he's been today than usually. I would agree, but he's not the usual Barela we're used to see. He's not mentally there. I just. But don't do you think, think that
0: he... has to do with Denzel Dumfries not giving him the freedom to express himself? <laughs> <laughs>
1: One of the most insane days in that group chat has got to be when Huyan said that, 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 that <laughs> basically giving props to to Dumfries for staying out of the way, for for for, for allowing Barella to express him. I, oh my God! You ha, we ha, I want to bring. Can, can we please bring Huyan on the pod one time? And can I please be on it when he's on it?
0: <laughs> if you're on it to kind of to 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 mediate it, I I think I can allow that to happen. I think I can. <laughs> I think if it was just me and him, and poor no, Alessandro going to be in the middle. No, no, yeah, no, it would not. Nah, I would feel you, you bad. Would,
1: for, no, but... no, you can. You, poor, yeah, exactly. I feel bad for Alessandro. <laughs> yeah,
0: I can't do that to Alessandro. He's... No,
1: it's me. He's a nice guy. Let's <laughs> be nice. At to least, Alessandro.
0: at least, if you're there, you can, you can, you can, <laughs> you can get us to be a little more level-headed, maybe. Yeah, maybe. No, I'm not saying maybe, it'll be. Successful. I'm not but too maybe sure. Maybe it'll happen.
1: But yeah, no, that's that's truly yeah, allowing him to express himself. <laughs> um, but no, it's. Uh... <laughs> Look, it's um and Dumfries looked tired today as well. He wasn't he didn't have the energy that he's had the last couple of games.
0: You, you know, can- I, I I thought he did look tired, but I didn't think he played like I didn't think he did anything that made me, you know, get upset.
1: Like, no, no, normally, he didn't make any you know, mistakes. He, he just didn't, didn't make any energy. mistakes. Yeah, he just looked yeah. like he
0: was fading probably late in the first half is when yeah. I really noticed like yeah, there was a little bit no, tired. He's tired. And I feel like, like when he's tired though not only is he slow to react, but uh, yeah, his brain is slow to do things. Like there was times where he had balls, like I think Augusto played a ball that was beautiful to him mm. in the first half that he chested down, and I think normally he would have tried yeah. to put that into either. I think it was Lautaro who was coming in right away, but this time he 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 was a little bit more like slow to react, and then he took it out of the eighteen. And, and whatever. I wasn't mad about that. I,
1: I mean, no, me I, just, I don't think he did anything wrong. It was more yeah, like yeah. It was more like you see that the, the, the energy just wasn't there. He was, you know, the energy level wasn't there. He was exhausted. And you have to remember, this guy plays for club and country every three days and has been for quite some time now. So him being tired. And
0: typically, it's 90 minutes. It's, it's not always even, yeah. 90
1: minutes with him. It's it's very seldom that he, uh, I mean, against Torino and today was like the first two times a season where he hasn't, You know where where he's not played like ninety minutes. He he plays very often ninety minutes. You can you can you kind of understand why he's getting a bit burnt out and you know you need to to manage his energy levels because he is a high high energy player. He really and it's a it's a
0: long season. Like we can't we can't afford to have guys you know fading by Christmas or something. No, no, that's not.
1: And that's why Mkhitaryan getting that yellow card was the best thing that happened to him. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> All year.
0: <laughs> For real. For real. I, I've. Immediately I was excited when I saw him get the yellow card because I wanted
1: yeah, but him. Zagi needs to chill with this. He's done it to Edin Dzeko two for two years, where he drive the old people, like he he rides them to the ground. Like, and
0: that's why I wanted him to get a yellow because yes, if he keeps he's... doing this by January, Mikitarian's gonna be useless. And it's then be what he's gonna
1: be completely burned out. Like there's gonna be yeah. nothing left of him. And, and it's like yeah. I you know, he's an intelligent player, Mikitarian. He he really is. And his ex- now with this experience that he's gotten, he's so calm with the Ball and his football IQ is so high. I want to have him th- for the entire season. I don't want him to be burnt down, burnt out by December. Um, so I was, re- so I was, that was the good thing about him getting that yellow card. It was like, okay, he's getting off. Yeah, for half time, And he gets to rest. For, like he only has forty-five minutes today, which is more than you know. That's great because usually zaki <laughs> rides this donkey to. <laughs> collapse you know what i mean (laughs) (laughs) literally and then and then he wonders (laughs)
0: why we we drop points it's because Mm. you have a player in the midfield or playing up front who are just completely Mm. just done they're done
1: i'm I'm glad with the rotations up front i like that he took lauti off i like that he he didn't start Tarama. i mean you have to manage these things but i would like it if he kind of allowed Mikitarian a few a little bit more rest as well because i we need all of these guys
0: yeah no um it's going to be super important. I obviously, you know, we didn't we didn't jump into it, but like your favorite player of the last what fifteen years got on the score sheet today. Um, what do you think of that amazing pass by Fratesi to set up uh, set up Alexis on that that first half goal?
1: Look, he was Alexis was so bad in the beginning of the game, just like all of Inter were. But then he kind of worked himself in, and he, look, he is a champion. Like some look, he's no longer at the peak of his. Powers, right we all know that but like when he the quality the guy has the it's just he he is good enough to to beat Salzburg he's good enough to beat these lower level teams still and it's just when he's having a good day Alexis Sanchez like when it's working for him still he shows those glimpses that are just like Nah, he puts a smile on my face. Like, you know, some players, when you 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 pay, you're prepared to pay to watch them play football. Like, Alexis is one of those, like, the technical ability, he's just...
0: He even even happy. still today, he's one yeah. of those players
1: for you? Well, not this season so far, I'd say. <laughs> but, <laughs> but um, uh, no, look, I, I thought he... The, the more the half went on, and after that goal, I thought he was good. Uh, and I think it was right to bring him off at the moment when they brought him off. and And I think we have to look at it like this. We have to see, you know, it's gotta be lots of rotation right now. It's it's all about getting yeah. those points on the board. It's not, you know, the performances can come later. Right now it's just about winning those games and closing off. And I think it was important for Inter to to win and suffer at the end and build belief and confidence from that. Um, you know, and, and win like a big team, you know, because big teams also are gonna suffer, you know, but it's important that you don't collapse, that you get away with them. Um that that even though you're under pressure, you managed to resolve the situation i think inter kind of did that towards the end uh, but yeah no look that equalizer pissed me off because i just can't get over it, it was so unnecessary like it's so avoidable if, if if it was one of those situations where they scored a fantastic goal because you know inter were just outplayed and they couldn't they just couldn't keep up that's fine you know if your opposition is better than you it is what it is but when you make them good when you make them better than we are it just it frustrates me especially when it's just an unforced error it's just a it's, it's it's so it's such a simple stupid mistake um and 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 that's what annoyed me but no look it's um again it's I'm I'm happy with I'm happy with how the team reacted I'm glad that Fratesi, I think it was Frattesi won the penalty didn't
0: he Fratezzi won the penalty. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: And, and that's good because, again, his runs... I mean, technically, he's not the best player in the world. Uh, far from it. But his runs, man, these runs, his his energy, his dynamism is just so important. And it's not just that he runs. He times his runs so well, too. He he knows when to run, when to not run, when to hold it back, and where to run. And, and that's really important.
0: Yeah, I think that's something that even... Early on in the game, I noticed that his runs and him, he was almost playing, honestly, like almost like a third striker the way he was pushing up mm-hmm. and he was able to get in the box and and um, kind of create space even for the other two forwards to, to move and, and, and kind of find pockets. Um, I thought starting him today was was the right call for sure, but I clearly needed to be rested and, and, and be benched for his performances. Mm. But to see to see the way Ferratesi performed, it's almost like he wants to be the starter. Like he wants to do this week mm. in and week out, into to, to be, out. yeah. Like, and I think that that's, I think he's earned it with with his performances. And um, it's nothing Without against Madela, in my opinion. Like, I'm not not. I mean, listen, he hasn't he hasn't been good. There's no there's no hiding that. And it's not that I, I want him gone. Like like some people may want, but um, I think w- when he, the with the way we're playing and we're still getting w- w- wins, if we can get Barella to get his head on straight, Bastoni to perform to the his capabilities, it's a scary team. It really is. If, if everyone could be playing to, to the best of their abilities, I don't think there's a, a midfield, maybe outside of Real Madrid... And, and and if you want to maybe put up you know man city that I would that I would I'd put them up there amongst the mid, best exactly. midfields.
1: when yeah. it's midfield when it's flying when it's working when when they're all hitting on when, when they're firing on all cylinders barella mikitarian Chalanoglu, fratesi is 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 a fantastic midfield there's no doubt about that and i think aslani i like how aslanis being uh, being brought on now i mean they they're they're basically you know giving him the responsibility and and saying look you're no longer the kid who was here just to learn you need to start fighting for a spot on this team and 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 Inzaghi's throwing him in the deep end and i love that and and i think that he's he still makes mistakes but he learns game by game minute by minute it, it's i i think we got something going on there i think inter might the way they're the way they're kind of you know almost you know preparing him for bigger and better things. I think him too, uh, as well. And then of course class and just in you know, experience, close the game off when you need to kind of situation. Um, so no, no, I'm, I'm with you on that. I really, am. we'll see what happens. Uh, cause I, I mean, w- with Marotta, what he said about, you know, the fans have to know every year we we're, we're going to have to sell one big player every year. Um, is that's just that's just how it is for all of italian football not just inter i mean saw so with milan with tonali it's just just the fact uh you know who's going to be next summer and i'm thinking i've i've i thought i mean we when fratesi was signed you remember what i said and i said well to me that sounds like we're preparing for barella to leave um May, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Which, for Which
0: I'm still going to say you're a liar and you're a traitor to us for, for you but of putting course that you in the, the ethos. <laughs> I'm <don't...
1: laughs> you know, putting it in the ether. I put it out there. No, but to me, it's just, it just suggests that. And also when they went after Samajic as well, before that whole circus, uh, that just <sighs> even furthermore... <sighs> don't don't just, get me started on that. <laughs> uh, that. That just even more just felt like, okay, we're kind of preparing for life after Barella, Uh to be honest. But again, he's got a long contract, so you know he's got until 2026 so either they extend it now or or they sell him in the summer and i wouldn't be surprised if they sold him in the summer
0: well, that's not what I wanted to to talk about today. So I thank you for uh, for bringing that up. Nima, no, but always, seriously, it's a pleasure. No. End of the show. <laughs> no, no, no.
1: But seriously, I mean, I look Nicola Barella. I hope I hope he stays, but and I hope that he can find himself because I think he's one of the best midfielders in the world when he's firing. I mean, he's unique. Um, but you know, we'll see what happens. I mean, who knows? You know, the Marcus Toram has a ninety-five million euro release clause, and You know, if he continues to play like this and, you know, if Inter do really well in the Champions League and he's a decisive and big part of that, you know, who knows? 95 million euros.
0: Yeah, what scares me is if, uh, like, PSG, who want to have, like, a a French core, if they end up selling Mbappe, now they got a bunch of money that they can... Yeah, that's no... 95 would be nothing.
1: I think if they... I mean, if Mbappe leaves next summer, I think it's going to be Toronto. Like, I mean, it's just... There's no... I just don't know who else they would like to me. It's, yeah. it's obvious it's going to be Taram. Um And again, you know, Inter and PSG have done lots of business together, and 95 million euros is 95 million euros.
0: That just, you For just sure. can't especially, say no. To that. Especially if, yeah, when you get a guy off of free. Like, yeah. obviously, I wouldn't want to lose him. No, of course not. Of course. Not, but, like, I mean, same thing with Onana last year. Yeah. But 95 million, I mean. <laughs> Yeah. yeah that's a, you, a, a, that's like four or five signings with the way inter do business
1: yeah, <laughs> so exactly i mean that's that's like you you can sign a replacement and have cash over to fill up the holes where you feel you need to fill up the holes <laughs> do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, and you go plus minus zero and and i just the whole thing is just yeah
0: was um with this game though was there anything that you thought salzburg was doing to frustrate inter like i i thought that they were really good with the pressing especially yes. towards our midfielders um they wanted to almost like swarm them and catch them in, in, in situations where they were having to worry about two guys, not one. Like it was almost like one guy, if they would push towards Fratesi, the guy like to his left would then rotate to the middle. If the ball got played to the middle, like I thought that I'd noticed that they were, they were kind of moving in pockets like that defensively to just try to swarm our midfielders and then, you know, try to win, win back possession.
1: Yes, that's, that's exactly what I think happened. Um, I I was I was it was obvious that their game plan and I was surprised by the, how high they pressed but, it, but but above all how cohesive their press was um and basically what I mean by that is the way that they decided that they were not going to give inter any single second to build from the back but they weren't too aggressive either they were actually very balanced because they they weren't you know they didn't you know because once when you press with too many players too high up and, you, and, and your opposition play past you, well, then it's basically like, what, five against three, but they didn't do that. They, they managed to press uh, like zonal pressing, if you will, mm-hmm. as one unit, but not too high up, just, just high enough um, and cohesively. So as to completely just not allow Inter to build from the back for the first opening 10, 15 minutes, then they got tired. And of course, Chalanoglu got into the game and Mkhitaryan and him find found each other on the pitch. And Fratesi's runs became, and, and then everything you know proceeded from then on. But yeah, for the opening 15-20 minutes, it was a really interesting way to see how, how they neutralized Inter's midfield. Um, and of course, again, I mean, Inter were not switched on either. And Inter that switched mm-hmm. on react to that. But Inter were just like, they were just so blasé and you know so whatever about it and it was just you know that annoyed me uh cuz you need to be switched on but again i get it it's 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 a champions league home game against salzburg you just want the points you don't want to burn too much energy especially now that you got roma coming up then atalanta then salzburg then frosinone so you know these are important games you want to you don't want to lose too much energy. I'm just glad they're not traveling and that they're playing at home against Roma this weekend. And then of course a few days later it's Atalanta away. And we always know Bergamo is not an easy place for Inter to go to. Ever. Yeah. Ever. And of course with Gasperini there who just cannot let go of the fact that he was sacked by Inter three pre- three ownerships ago. Um is is just it's it's just, you know. He he will never, like, it's it's just, you know, so you know that they're going to come out and with, you know, chewing, foaming at the mouth, wanting to hurt Inter, so. Mm.
0: Real quick with Hakan is there a player that you can think of, maybe outside of Bellingham, who's having a better start to a season as a midfielder? Right now in Europe. Right now um, in Europe. I think, I mean, obviously not on the same level goal-scoring-wise, but I mean, I no, think no. just the Plain, impact yeah. he's having for his club, I don't think, I can't think of anyone right now in Europe not outside in of midfield,
1: Bellingham. In in central midfield, I I probably can't think of anyone but Jim Bellingham now, right now. Um, I like, think he's. Decl- I think Declan Rice has been good for Arsenal. But
0: I, don't I don't know don't who that, that is. Is he, is he a new player? <laughs> or? I don't recognize that name. <laughs>
1: I think he's been good for Arsenal, but I don't think that he's been like...
0: Not not like that, this.
1: No, not that decisive. He's been important. No, don't get me wrong. He's been very important, but he's not been like this. Um, he's been good. But Chalanoglu is like the most fundamental player at Inter. You know, he need, for Inter to have a good day, Chalanoglu needs to have a good day. It, it's weird that he's replaced Brozovic <laughs> as being the fundamental, because for many years that was the case with Brozovic no brozo no party now yep. now it's no chala no party and and even when he just has 20 25 minutes of good minutes then he's so damn good that he needs to just completely dominate the midfield and it's weird to see someone be like that um i i saw what vincenzo montella said the turkey national team coach he said you know he's probably the best player or at least among the best players in that position in the world and that is... It's not very often you see a player go from a 10 to an 8 to a 6 over the course of three seasons and do so at this high level because that's what he did. He came to Inter first and then Inzaghi turned him into an 8, had a good season first season. And then last season when he was forced to play him as a number 6, he did. And I still think that game against Barcelona in the Champions League where he scored the winner but I still think that is probably his best game in an Inter shirt. I thought he was simply outstanding. He didn't put a foot wrong, um, not just for the goal he scored, but the way that he dictated the midfield. I mean, he's, and and then since then he's, he's been outstanding too. So, no, it's, it's, I, I'm, I'm inclined to agree. I can't think of anyone on the spot who I think has had uh, such a consistently in, in midfield, such an important role for his team at the top. I really can't.
0: Yeah, he's been. He's been incredible. I watching him play, the way he plays defensively, mm. his ability to to really read the play, read where the yeah. ball is going, to narrow down the angles too. I feel like that's something that Brozovic did very well. Like he obviously Hakan has more pace. Brozovic didn't have too much pace, but he knew what angle to approach the man with the ball to be able to win it off him without committing a foul um and do it cleanly and be able to get up, look around, and then find a way to just car- start the counter. Hakan's doing the same thing. And I I mean you obviously argue he's a bit of a better passer and a little bit more range with his passing than I, than Brozovic. I think
1: Brozovic was much more vertical. Um mm-hmm. and the Hakan is more direct. Like the the patience you had with Brozovic in the build up in the passing. He was he really was this kind of classic you know people looked oh he plays with you know a lot of um diagonal passes a lot of uh, vertical passes and sideways and doesn't add up to anything but that's not true because the thing that brozovic did was he was patience personified on a football pitch patience and stamina um he was he he is just the way that he take the ball, get it back, then pass it back, then get it back, then then just wait, 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 like a spider almost in a web, kind of <laughs> waiting for the right moment. Now I play that ball. Hakan isn't like that. Hakan is much more direct. Um, Hakan is much more, horiz- much more horizontal and much more direct and much more increases the tempo more. A lot of the time, the yeah. passing tempo with Brozovic could be you know, was that Inter lulled the opposition to sleep and then they struck. Here, we don't really do that. Inter is much more... This this Inter is much more direct. I, in an ideal world, obviously, they would the three of them would play together forever and ever until the end of time. I mean, Brozovic, Brozovic Barella, Chala is my... That's one of my fav, all-time favourite Inter midfields. The way that the three of them complement each other the patience in the build-up, the directness from Hakan, and then Barella's just tuto campista is just... And the the fact that the three of them, in terms of covering pitch, cover more pitch than any other midfield on earth. Um, Barella and Brozovic alone were, are always at the top for the most distance covered in, in any <laughs> tournament they play in. Um, fucking hell sorry for swearing but brazovich has got like a world record in the two long most distances covered by any footballer in the in, in any football game ever um so yeah. it's, it's you know it's, it's 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 it was it was nice to have them while we did I you bring up you way.
0: bring up an interesting f- point in talking about your all-time favorite midfield and maybe it's nostalgia maybe it's because of what they won but the tiago mota Cambiaso oh, Schneider midfield mm. to me
1: was yeah, but the, the football. I mean, uh, that was a different quality. I mean, that was yeah, a different.
0: Yeah, you know. I mean, I mean and Schneider's like one of my all-time favorite players. So I think maybe yeah, I'm but, a little biased that way. No,
1: but look, that that's the, the way that <clears throat> you had Thiago Motta and Cambiaso. I mean, you're talking football like you overload on both of them. So intelligent, both of them. So smart. I mean. Like Mourinho said, when you have Cambiasso on the pitch, you are basically playing with a coach on the pitch because th- that's just how it was. Um, Thiago Mota as well. On top of that, with his passing and his class and technique, and then you have Schneider, who was the the number ten, who used to drift that left, and you know his positional shifts with 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 Milito and and Eto. I mean, it was just you know. No, no, no. I didn't, you know, I didn't say it was my fault. I no, 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 really. I I no. Know, I know, but I, nah. it just
0: got me thinking. That's all. That's all. Nah, but I this I mean, like, yeah, that one's up there for sure though. though yeah, I'm no, talking but, about you,
1: Bale, like, Hakan and Brozo. Yeah, Bale, Hakan, Brozo. I mean, the fact that they also got themselves to the Champions League final, they played, you know, they played that final together. They were really good in that final together uh, against this, that, that Manchester City team. It felt like, it, it, it was, it feels like, I'm glad to have seen it. I'm glad to. I'm glad that they got to take Inter to that level too. Um,
0: I, know, I, I know f- I'm going to get a lot of flack for this, but even though they lost the game, I was still very proud of the performance.
1: Incredibly proud. Um, I. I. I think. I don't think anyone can give you flack. I don't know an Inter fan who feels different. I think Nazario
0: would give me flack for that because we lost. I think he would nah, give me I'm flack.
1: Pr- no, nah, he was proud too, man. I think everyone was proud. I mean, I was super proud. I, I just, you know, it's, it was, it just, it was one of those. It was, it was bitter to take, but I was for proud. sure bitter
0: to take. Like I was very angry I was that we, because it, yeah. it felt like it was right there. Like I was like we were that close. We
1: were that close. But Um, I was incredibly proud. I mean, the way that we forced Guardiola City to change how he plays, you know, he didn't press Inter high up because he knew if he did, he'd be destroyed with Onana in goal because he'd just play past the press. He knew that that you just don't do that. And then also how Inter, on the preponderance of chances, created more and probably should have won that game, if we're perfectly honest. That to me is, well... That's, that's 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 great you know that you can't expect more you know the the fact if you look at the investment if you look at the quality on the pitch between these two sides and Inter are the better team and deserve to win i can't ask for more i really can't i mean yes obviously i wanted to win but i, I don't know you know it is what it is you know it's it's still a sport and sometimes opponent wins when you don't mm-hmm. when they don't deserve yeah. to and, and and we're talking about manchester city here i mean just look at the i mean they have the best number nine in the world in erling Haaland, who was in safely tucked away in a pocket for 90 minutes they have that kevin de Bruno, okay, he was injured but still they, they didn't exactly have poor replacements or poor midfielders coming yeah. on so <laughs> i mean it's and inter had like what they had you know jeko on a free transfer mikitarian on a free transfer i mean come on it was nah, I, I, they did everything. i mean i, I can't be we, angry we played
0: D'Ambrosio in the champions league final like <laughs> you know, i mean what you want
1: Gagliardini <laughs> and D'Ambrosio. come on man like what are we doing here yeah. what are we doing here <laughs> like
0: <laughs> but um yeah no with this uh with this game today though definitely one that I wish they would have performed better. Obviously, like you said, happy with the three points. Mm. Um, I think we pick up. I think I think they most of the guys were probably more focused on the game this weekend um, and thinking ahead and not, like you said, not taking this game seriously. Almost, not, I wouldn't say they were, I mean... Not taking it seriously,
1: bit. but not giving it maybe the concentration that it probably deserved, yeah, but like, then again... But then again you can't really criticize them too much either because you got Roma and Atalanta coming up and those are important yeah, no, games. It's, and
0: especially it's, with where we are, you know, you look at the table, everyone's pretty much separated by three points in the top yeah. three. You know, like you don't you can't afford to drop points to a Roma, to Atalanta because, you know, Milan's gonna get handballs that aren't called, and and Juve's Juve, so, and they will not shit their way to a one nothing win. So, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, Allegri is gonna kind of Allegri his way. Just, that that Milan Juve game was just, I swear I to God, I-,
0: I couldn't believe that that's how they won. I was like, you've got like, is,
1: no, that is the most. Of course, they won like that. It, it's like. It is, <laughs> it's Allegri, it's it, it's literally the most, it was the most Allegri thing ever, like if you were, I mean it's the only, as I said on, on, on our pod, like it, the only, mo- the, in the recent years, that is the second most Allegri win I've ever seen in my life, I think the first, the most Allegri win ever was when they beat Chelsea at home the year after Chelsea won oh, the Champions gosh, League, yeah. 19% ball possession, one shot all game, one on target, one goal, <laughs> and then just shit housed. I mean, it's just oh, it was hilarious. Um <laughs> But no, look again, Allegri teams usually come good in January and from January onwards. And the fact that this team that he's got, which is probably the worst on paper Juve team in my lifetime, he he's got them two points after nine games off the top spot, is just it's scary. It's genuinely scary. Because if they get their confidence up and they start performing, I do not want... They play once a week. Uh, this is what I'm saying. I want yeah. Juve. I want five, six points down to Alegri's Juve in January. Minimum. Because I do not want to go into February, March, with Juve one to three points behind Inter and Alegri sniffing blood in the water like a... No, 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 no.
0: Especially when they're talking about reinforcements for them in January already, you know. I yeah. mean, we don't know if those guys are definitely going to get over the finish line, but mm.
1: listen, there's a
0: reason I was so high on Samarčić, and if I had to see him go to Juve, I mean, I'd be, I would much rather him be snatched up by Chelsea, Arsenal, mm. somebody else <laughs> than see him go to Juve. But
1: I just don't know. Yeah, I I know what you're saying, but I'm not. I just I don't think Juve. If yeah, I get they have to buy a player. I get that, but Allegri coaching Samarjic? I, I don't know man. Like it just it doesn't strike me like an Allegri yeah. guy. You no, he doesn't. I mean?
0: You know, I, I could see I mean there's been other names, but anyway. This isn't a Juve podcast, so yeah. I don't want to talk about them. No, but Allegri,
1: I, look, I want 5.6 points in, in January. And like it's very important for Inter not to like do not go into February, March, with Juve within striking distance because they will make you pay, and you know how it is when when spring starts too, when teams overperform. We saw Milan do it. You know, we saw Milan when the when they won the Scudetto when Inter choked. Do you know what I mean? Like they were like, ooh, and they they started overperforming, and Salah makers was outstanding, and. You know, all these all these other players were just unbelievable. Cause you know, players grow when they feel they can actually win something. So no no no. I I, I want at least six points to 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 by the end
0: yeah. of January. No, that <laughs> would be that would be nice for sure. Um so no, we, but- we have we, we have Roma at the weekend, mm-hmm. Atalanta, Salzburg, um closing on it. Frozen but, on it,
1: but yeah, no Roma. Roma on Sunday is gonna be is gonna be the Lukaku thing as well because I I think that has really hurt Inter. Like they they're offended that the dressing room is offended with what he yeah, did. Like they, I think a lot they, of they act Nina offended. Did, we're, you see, we're talking did you about see Di Did Marco. you see Did Yeah, did you see oh, exactly no, Marco see today? Chalanoğlu after the game was like, I don't want to talk about it like they, they it's, it's like it literally they all feel like they've been like you know they feel offended like they feel betrayed literally feel betrayed by him and and I hope that Inzaki's job here is to keep them focused now more than anything not fired up they they are going to be fired up but to keep them focused is important
0: do you foresee a situation like pre-match where they don't shake his hand i hope
1: they do because again focus on the right things like if all of them don't shake his hand before the game that's again like what
0: I mean Pavard what? and Samer can but nobody and Taram, but everybody else can skip over no <laughs> I I I would love it just for the the theater aspect but yes I would want them to be focused on it um I do think with Mourinho not being on the sideline I think that actually helps us in a in a little uh, in, in a little way but um
1: I think it helps Roma because whenever he's there, and I was saying this to a, to a friend of mine who's a Romanista, I was like, "Look, whenever Inter, Inter and Mourinho have a bond that will forever remain, like, and it goes both ways. He loves Inter, Inter loves him, and that's never going to change. And every time he comes there, it just be, it becomes a weird situation because everyone at that stadium." Loves him, is singing songs to him, is singing, you I know, and mean, he's waving and laughing and like it's it's it's, it's just it, you know when you're in opposition and your coach is being eighty thousand are singing love chants to your coach who's standing there looking all rosy tin rosy eye tinted glasses and you know red cheeks and and tear eyed and and applauding back trying to pretend that he's not affected by it when he obviously is. That that that's not a like yeah that, that 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 kind of that that's a weird place to be in as a team, and I think that's why Roma won last year is because he was suspended last year uh, at the San Siro, and I think the same. I, I I there's no doubt in my mind that he did the same thing again just to not on purpose. Yeah, I, I wouldn't wouldn't surprise <laughs> me. He that, that's just straight out of the Mourinho witch doctor book of you know. Spells. Makes sense. You know? makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> so I think he did. And also because of the fact that he, you know, Lukaku being there, um, as well, you know, I think he wants, you know, uh, no, I think he's staying out. I think he's staying out of this one. <laughs> I think in his, in his head, he wants to kind of, you know, let this, and, and, you know, Inter fans have been completely de- debilitated by, by this Lukaku thing. And I, I, I don't get it because, I, did, I mean, I liked him and I was, I was sad. He, I was sad. I'll be honest. I was sad the first time he left, but then yeah. I couldn't, I was, I was actually relieved when they didn't buy him. Cause I didn't think he was worth the money. If you remember.
0: Oh no, you know? I don't think, I don't think anybody, at least in, in, in the group chat and everything. Thought he was worth the money. I don't no, think anybody we really were, wanted to spend no that on we him.
1: Were like just the circus of it was so yeah, unnecessary.
0: What, that, I think that's what was the flirting with with Juve and and stuff like that. I think that's what people were more yeah. up in arms about because even listen. Obviously, I'm I'm not the biggest fan of the way things ended with Icardi, but he didn't even do no. what Lukaku did. No, and I think, he did. People need that's... to
1: remember. Okay, he was pissed off with the way he was treated, and he was faking a knee injury. <laughs> I remember that, yeah. and, the, and the scans that didn't show anything, and he was doing that. Peter Griffin holding his knee, ah,
0: <laughs> ah, ah, ah. ah
1: like that thing. <laughs> like it was a completely bizarre situation. Don't get me wrong, yeah. um, but no, he didn't do like that. And also, he he wants to return to Inter, so we'll see what happens i mean we'll see if they go after me or who
0: they go after next year but i mean look, look at the i'm just looking at the way he keeps scoring for galatasaray in the champions league and i'm like i wouldn't hate that i, I listen to, uh, you don't do anything else but you score and 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 i don't in have Intel a problem. That
1: has an xg of 2 3 every game and You have a tap-in match It goes to
0: four-five with him on the pitch. <laughs>
1: like, he would score like forty-five goals. Like it's just, it would be, he, he would literally not do anything other than tap in goals because of the way that Inter play and the amount of. I mean, for three seasons now, it's like a friend of mine who was a Norwegian journalist. He 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 was he was he wasn't watching Inter against Benfica, and he sent me a screenshot of the stats. And he went, "Why is every single Inter game like this?" Like, he's 1-0, 150 million shots on goal target, an XG of three and a half. Like, what? How do you not score more goals when you create? Like, it just doesn't add up. Like, he's, and he was like, it's like every single Inter game is like this. You should be scoring like three times as many goals as you are. I don't get it. It's like, well, you're not the only one. And then this season, you you know, Lautaro's actually converting his efficiency as much up. And I think we are scoring goals, but still we're creating so much. And if you had Icardi, whose sole strength or main strength is to score. Yeah. um, Just, you know.
0: The fact that he, I think about that Champions League final, I think he would have. He would have had
1: a hat trick in that
0: final. He he would (laughs) have finished at least one or two of those opportunities that, that Lukaku had. No, no, um, he
1: he he would he he would have scored a hat trick in that final. Like he would have he would he would have two chances, but he would have scored three goals. Like that's just how he <laughs> is. You know, he's 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 that kind of a player. And and yeah. he wouldn't have offered anything else other than that. He wouldn't have he would barely have touched the ball for ninety minutes except for when he scores. Like, yeah, he would have
0: <laughs> had three touches and three goals, three goals. and that exactly. and that's literally and that's all he like, would have done. That's
1: yeah. all he would have done. Like it is playing with ten men, but it's like playing with ten men, but where you're you know but
0: when you're in when you're when you're attacking you're paying with 13.
1: Yeah so it's weird that's, that's, it's, yeah. it's so weird like no 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 and, and he's he is scoring a lot and but I mean I don't, I don't think that's going to happen we'll see what happens next summer you know it's too soon to talk about it but it's going to be interesting to see but I I um look I, I oh, would, would I take him over out of but that's the thing that annoys me is that we're stuck with Arnautovic now because you know that he's going to be here for two years because we're not going to get rid of him next summer. We paid him to pay ten million euros for him, Uh <laughs> which is just insane. And they signed it. They signed a two-year contract with him, and you know he's not going to offer anything. He's just going to be a passenger for two years. At least with Alexis Sanchez, we know that when he, you know, that that contract isn't getting extended unless Alexis starts scoring and playing like, I don't we know. We
0: hope it's not getting extra.
1: Yeah. No, no, I just don't see that happening. I think he's, this is his last chance and, you know, to, to try to win the Champions League pretty much. Uh, but that's, that's all that is because he's already won everything in Italy. He's won everything in Spain. So I think this is like the last chance he has to win the Champions League. But no, we'll, we'll see what happens, but it's, there's, there's going to be some interesting things going on in, in the summer. I don't expect him to do a goddamn thing in January.
0: Um, so anyone
1: holding out for that
0: is going to yeah, be bitterly no, um, disappointed and I'm okay, honestly I'm okay with that I, I think too. that we, we we have all the pieces in place I think it's just really being able to get everyone to execute um and perform you know, the, we ja- can do that Tiago Jalot uh,
1: links in central defense are heating up on a free transfer of for course for next summer, yeah, yeah yeah. and then it wouldn't yeah. surprise me if Taremi they snapped him up on a free transfer as well
0: like he's that's Listen, how we want. I'd be, I'd be happy with both those things yeah <laughs> for too. free i'm never going to complain about that no look, um, look, 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 look if we
1: can keep turam as well but i don't think we can which brings a which brings a good question if you could keep one out of barilla and turam who would it be
0: it's tough isn't it very tough it really is in the right now it would be turam yeah and because i love italian players at inter it would be barella yeah. and i've loved you know ever since we signed i mean i was so worried that we were going to lose him to roma that summer Me you know too. when it was when, when and it, it was close it was close, close. and i was like my gosh like this is a not a, i was like not again where we miss on a bit like i remember when we missed on ningon and i'm like not a, like come on we can't we can't lose another player to roma um and when we finally got that across the finish line i was thrilled like I was more excited for his signing than I was Lukaku's. Me like, too. I mean,
1: me too. Like I, I was I, over the moon for Barella. Yeah, Barella yeah. was because he because he's so so damn good and he, oh you know he's Barella. Everyone's seen it. Um, but, but yeah. between you
0: know, the two right now, that's yeah, that's a tough question. I, the thing that the thing that, and this is. I would I'll say you, I'll I will tell you why. Keep,
1: I'll tell you why. Barella.
0: I, I'll tell you why too. It's pro- <laughs> we're probably going to have the same reasoning. Yeah, go and ahead. It's
1: because I think you can replace Toram. There's more options out there that are gettable.
0: More they- options, but then he's not leaving unless it is for the 95 million. Whereas Barella, at most, where right now you'd probably would get 50. Mm. So it's like I'd rather cash in for 95 and cash in for 50 if i had yeah. to you know like because yeah no one's gonna come in with a 70 million dollar offer for turam and him go like no no no. pay the pay the release clause and then you have them um teams would under undercut for me, us
1: for me it's like there's there's no who would be who's ready to come in and replace Barella today i don't see many very many i don't see any whilst yeah turam well, there are players out there actually that with you which way, if you have cash you could sign and you could actually do something interesting with. Like, you know, Me, me and Joe,
0: do. me and Joe were talking about it on on Twitter. Um What would you think of like Nico Gonzalez?
1: Nah, but we don't play with wingers and I think he's too much of I a I think wide he could player.
0: play as a second striker. You don't think he could play? I mean, uh, Turam was a winger w- and he became a yeah, striker. Yeah, he
1: was yeah, but Turam was always more s- for me central in in how he played I think he he wasn't a classic winger in the sense I think Nico Gonzalez is this classic fair you know like like he he you know we say in Swedish he l- like licks the licks the sideline on the right you know what I mean? like, you have you have all these ridiculous things <laughs> in Swedish. i love it I think I have to go
0: just to hear like or get a book of all the or write them down or something no, but like, we
1: do, we, we say that about wingers, like classic wingers, you know, the kind of, you know, player, wide player who was so far out wide, he he the side What was the, what was the one
0: you shared that, that, you shared another one that was Which really one? good. Which oh, one? what was it? I'm trying to see now. You did, you shared it today. Which one? Uh, I'm trying to find it now. Hmm. It's no, not but, easy when it's difficult, as yeah.
1: we say. Like, <laughs> no, that's that's a Gothenburg saying. It's not yeah, easy when it's I, difficult. <laughs> yeah, I, I like yeah. that too. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's it's basically making fun of people who <laughs> when they're yeah doing stupid things. Like, it ain't easy when it's difficult. <laughs> but uh yeah, no, that's a Gothenburg thing.
0: <laughs> I like I like uh, that. That's but, that's yeah, all good. No, it's
1: sarcastic. No, but look, no, he's um. Nico Gonzalez, I love. If he, I, I, for example, don't understand why Milan haven't gone after him. Like for for me, I'm years. happy
0: with that. I do yeah, some, yeah he's, <laughs> I mean, please, to don't. Me, don't that's
1: like that's like if you need for Milan, he's you know more than I like. You know, I think Pulisic is a serviceable player, but if you need a right winger, you go after Nico Gonzalez. Like he's just, I think he's such a good player. And he's so good in the air as well. Like he's under. He really so is. Under- yeah, he's in strong here.
0: in the air for sure. Hmm.
1: I, I I don't know. I, I I like the player, but I just don't think we play with a white. We don't play with white players enough. So That's fair. No no, but but no, look, I for me the replacement for Taram uh to play with Lautaro uh if you can get rid of Arnautovic, uh for me it's Kamaka, Taremi Lautaro and then you know one another one black up player who can
0: Asposito? <laughs>
1: <laughs> i'm done with that family <laughs> let's, just say, let's just put it that way i am sell them finished. all sell them, them all, them all. all. Yeah. Done yeah. with them i don't want to see another esposito at inter for a good five years
0: um but no- <laughs> you'll probably <laughs> like, see one in two two months actually we'll probably be signing how another are they? how one. many are they i think there's only three is that, is that woman
1: a... is that woman a cat like did she have a litter of kittens like what how many how many espositos is she like give birth to it's like he's thinking it's how many of them are there it's like every other day it's another expository inter <laughs> what's going on but, jesus um, no but no no he's he's actually i saw he's doing scoring for spezia as well he's doing all right um, yeah the, no the he's,
0: he's, he's doing his thing uh hopefully somebody comes in and, and snatches him up because you know we always uh we like to make money off our, our kids here. <laughs> FTK. FTK, FTK. Shout out Tony and Nazario. That's your <laughs> that's your guys's baby project. FTK. <laughs> I think I think Tony needs to make shirts. He really does. If he if if he makes shirts with like the little like maybe a <laughs> snake going through the FTK or something, and then you get a start selling it. I bet you people would enter, yeah, probably. enter Twitter would buy them up if yeah, you did. Probably
1: because it's it's such a specific like thing for yeah. the last three summers. <laughs> like those two <laughs> going on about it. So yeah, definitely, definitely.
0: <laughs> uh dude uh, but No, but anyway. I'm, I'm
1: happy with today. I'm I'm happy. Seven out of nine points. I'm really happy. I'm I, again I I keep saying this. You have to win your home games in the group stage. And and I uh, you know, and know to steal people, to steal a
0: draw the way we did at Sociedad was oh, huge too. Was huge, huge. so huge. Like the thing is,
1: for me, I I I want to win this group. I think I, I would be annoyed. Just qualifying isn't enough for me. I want to win this. group.
0: No, yeah, I want to win the group. I want to get the easier draw in that that round of sixteen. I don't. That doesn't mean that the side of the draw will be easy. But I like. You know, get the lower the as opposed to having to pay play whatever a Real Madrid or no,
1: not again. I can't. PS, no. like,
0: yeah, I don't want to have to do that.
1: No um, more. Yeah. No. No. No more, more. Yeah. No
0: more of those guys.
1: Um, no, but look, uh, it's it's not. That's a good point. But for me, Inter haven't won their Champions League group in a long time, and it's about was twenty ten the last
0: time. No, we didn't we win didn't, in twenty ten. We, we didn't
1: win in twenty ten. I think 20, 20,
0: 20, 2009?
1: yeah if i remember correctly that's the last time we won our group the 2008 2009 season uh that's yeah. kind of crazy yeah no it we would be nice to, to our win the Champions group. League group since then it is we didn't win we didn't win
0: our europa league group when we were there with uh, uh with southampton and all those all those teams uh
1: no and, and and i think I, I want us to win the goddamn group for once you know um and i think it's time that inter did that and i think it's it's good for their self-belief that they did that in self-confidence that they kind of are able to do that and and say look we've topped our group um and and to you know get a quote-unquote easier draw depending on who finishes second in in the other groups but yeah no it's good for into self-confidence to win that group and 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 of course if you can get an easier draw and, and you can kind of ease without spending too much energy get to the quarterfinals, anything can happen then you know anything can happen as we saw i mean again it's the the yeah. the inter can can bring it to most of them and, and and over two games who knows and also i think if inter get to the wasn't it if inter get to the last of round of last 16 They they automatically book a place in the World Club, World Cup. The Club World Cup. Yeah. And that's a lot of money in there as well. And we need that. that.
0: And that's in the US. And I would love to see. Mm. When when is that going to be? I I haven't paid attention at all to that. If I'm not mistaken, it's supposed to be 2025.
1: Yeah. I haven't paid attention at all to that. Yeah,
0: 2025. Cool. From June to July, it'll be in the U.S.
1: Nice, and and, and that's that's going to be a
0: very like big, uh, like that. That's going to so be so far 12 teams have already qualified. And
1: okay,
0: three. It's three from Europe: City, Chelsea, and Real Madrid. Somehow qualified. I don't know how chelsea's in there Chelsea, are in because they're winner one. winner of the 2021 champions yeah. league oh,
1: yeah. okay mm, they won it didn't they um so that well, that makes sense um yeah yeah that, that that makes and and that's good for inter because that's a, a lot a lot of mom uh, a lot a lot of money uh for inter the inter need <laughs>
0: You oh know. my gosh! Can you imagine? I would be so happy to see Inter in the U. I, no. I don't care where they play. I would.
1: No, but it's also it's 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 a tournament. It's the World Club Cup, and and I like that instead as a preseason. I think it's going to be like a preseason tournament, isn't it? When is it? It's Was from it June May? to
0: July, so almost like a like go. a like a World Cup. Yeah. So yeah, it's like a preseason. That's
1: perfect because, um, yeah, that's great because then after the holidays they can you know they can go there and and they can have a preseason game there and it's good for for you know us inter fans to see them and and it's it's yeah i'd rather they play the few, the club world cup than go and play the ridiculous international champions cup or whatever the hell that
0: was <laughs> yeah which was just <laughs> a complete completely waste useless goddamn
1: yeah. time yeah but i mean i'd rather they play that and and to be honest, I could not care if they win it or not, as long as they're in it and they get paid.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't yeah, I don't care if they win it, to be honest. Like I I just wanna be able to see them play a competitive game in the US, mm-hmm. not like yeah. a fr- I've seen them play friendlies and you know, it hasn't been fun. But uh, yeah, if they if we could play here for that, oh man, I'd be, no, I'd be so sick
1: No, that'd be great. So good for good, good for yeah.
0: Especially right before the World Cup, I think it'd be the perfect like Especially for American fans to get an introduction to to Italian soccer, because obviously you know we we see how Paramount does uh, exposing <laughs> Americans to the city. Yeah, um, it would be nice to, to be able to see. I, I saw a clip that felt like it,
1: is is it, was it real? Like that's that, that's my... like it was from. Milan, Juve, and they had Greg Berhalter on, who I think is a national team coach. Oh
0: uh, yeah, yeah, he's the And they US were talking coach. about shoes for three minutes. <laughs> I, I'm, glad, I'm glad I didn't why, see that. Why,
1: why? Why are you talking about shoes? Like, what? Who, who cares about Greg Berhalter's footwear? I, I just. I... I don't, I, don't, they, I don't get it. I don't get it. And then it.
0: they were talking about how having four Americans in the lineup was huge for the, for the league, not for the United States, for the league. And I'm like, how's that How's that big for
1: the league? Yes, I but don't... Johnny, at least that's about the game as opposed to talking about shoes. <laughs>
0: like... Honestly, I'd rather talk about shoes than have someone talk about, you know, say nonsense like that. Like, oh, yes, having Americans is what's really going to help grow. The city, yeah, no, like,
1: but of course, look, I I get the point that okay, if you have more Americans, Americans, I get that, but you, you wearing cool shoes is, I don't think that just for three minutes on TV when when you're supposed to talk about the game is just, I saw that and I was laughing. I was like, how does anyone think this is like, does does anyone actually watch this and think it's good? (laughs) People do,
0: yeah, people do. People who mm. defend uh, defend oh. them to the ends of the earth. Mm. Um, Good for them. You know what they say. You know, like you know, with the what was it? Uh, the Corto muso is just a horse seeing in front of his face. <laughs> horse,
1: uh, yeah, the, the horse vision thing. I, I, I have to say, I, I was joking with Bonetti about that because he, he he was laughing because I sent him uh, the thing I tweeted. He, he saw that and he started laughing. The horse with the glasses, and 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 he was like, he was laughing. He was like, <laughs> he's like, I know what it means. I was like, I'm sure you do, but it's still a funny thing because it, it's it's a horse with sunglasses. Like it, horses are funny animals generally, and if you put them in human situations, it becomes absurd, and so it becomes really really funny. And so when you, you know, I did not have the eyesight of horses on my bingo card for 2023. And I want to thank you for, for introducing that. (laughs) And he was laughing like, no, it is what it is. But I mean, yeah, it's horses. eyesight is, is yeah. Horses and glasses. And yeah, it's, it's a, it's a topsy turvy world.
0: (laughs) Yeah. We are, uh, this, listen, this is what we get, um, from CBS. So appreciate it guys. (laughs) Mm. But, (laughs) <laughs> anyway, we we've, uh, we've been going at it for an hour here. Um I do got to get going myself, yeah. but Nima, I appreciate you always being able to to hop on, chat with us, chat with me sure. today. Um your insight is is awesome. I love it. Thanks. Like it, I, I can honestly listen to you talk. I, if you are listening to this and you don't subscribe already to the Italian Football Podcast, what are you doing with your lives? <laughs> it's amazing. It's two ninety nine a month. Like it's it's cheaper than a, a cup of Starbucks. Like you can you, you can <laughs> shell that out, guys. And um, every Thank Tuesday you. they have question question pods. I typically like to send in a question uh, because I, I like to hear their opinion on on whatever it may be. And, and thanks. So, and no, we get thanks, to decide man. what they talk about. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. That's
1: what we want to do. Like the Monday pod, which is free for everybody uh, on Spotify and iTunes and all that is basically the roundup of the weekend. And then we do two more shows, <clears throat> which are just for patrons. One is where you know, the patrons decide, you send in the questions, you decide what we talk about. And then on Thursday, where we preview the midweek or we preview the weekend and we review the midweek Champions League stuff. Um, and of course, when there's breaking news, we do deep dives. And if there's an interview... Which uh, we do with players and presidents. Yeah, and the interview right? pods
0: are always a lot of fun too. Thanks. Um, they get no, some I really cool it. guests, guys.
1: Yeah, thanks. I really appreciate all the all the all the love and support that you and, and Alessandro have provided, and everyone else who's listening. Appreciate that.
0: No, of course, anytime. So I'm gonna try to do my best. Uh, Alessandro, sign off. But in the words of the great Roberto Scarpini, "Forza ragazzi, forza ragazzi, forza ragazzi." I got you, I got you, I got you.